Thank you very much, Scott, and welcome, everybody. Uh, this is Dave Cole. We want to talk about how the upcoming commercial lending crisis could or should have its effect on your marketing. And keep in mind, even if you don't handle much or any commercial, you're maybe you're on the residential side, uh, there's still some tips and strategies in here. And if you're on the commercial real estate side in any way, shape, or form, we're going to give you some information that'll make you aware of what's about to come. And then some strategies, ways to help you think about what you can do to be a part of this and increase your business, hopefully for everybody's benefit. You know, the, the nation's economic outlook continues to recover or try to recover from the pandemic. Uh, landlords and developers of commercial real estate face additional serious challenges. Uh, through what Labor Day of 2023, there were 11 rate hikes by the feds, and that's only the beginning of what they need to deal with. These are the highest increases since the recession in 08 and 09. The federal funds rate was increased from 4.50 to 4.75% on February 1st of 2023. By July 26th, it was raised from 5.25 to 5.50 and not stopping there. Now, I understand the Federal Reserve keeps raising the rates in an attempt to stabilize prices and maximize employment, but many commercial landlords continue to suffer from the effects of the government-mandated lockdowns, restrictions, and moratoriums. Meanwhile, roughly $270 billion, and that's with a B, billion dollars in commercial real estate loans held by banks are set to mature within the next year. That amount does not include billions, with a B, more issued through private lenders. So roughly one-third of that amount is loans on office properties. Let's start there. There's the work-from-home mandate. Although it's long since lifted, it's resulted in thousands, that's thousands of office tenants either not renewing, reducing space, or worse yet, defaulting on thousands of dollars in rents. As of July of this year, the national vacancy rate rose to 17.1%, which is up 180 basis points year over year. Now, an increased vacancy rate over the course of a couple of years reduces the overall value of the property. Those are properties which must be appraised for current value in order to potentially refinance or sell. A landlord needing to refinance a property worth millions less may not be able to borrow enough to cover the entire cost, especially if they are unable to demonstrate an upward trend in cash flow. Office tenants, tenants face even more challenges. The uh, most recent average national office rate of $37.82 per square foot, when it was that, even represented a 0.6, that's 0.6 year-over-year increase. So thousands of multifamily landlords are also victims of the government mandates. And it's, you know, mandates, whatever, with the government, but the moratorium on evictions has resulted in significantly less revenue. Um you know, if some landlords now, months later, continue to face eviction costs in addition to reduced or negative cash flow. And within the past year, for example, the eviction rate in Houston, Texas alone has risen to more than 10%. New tenants are not plentiful. Take a look at Atlanta. The median rent, uh, this is uh, for apartments, median rent in Atlanta for a one-bedroom apartment is $1,700. So, 
Let's say the rent is one-third of the tenant's income. That means he, she, or they would need to earn $35 per hour full-time to properly afford it. And you don't need to be writing these statistics down and taking notes. You get the idea here. It's the landlords without major corporate funds that are likely headed for a financial struggle. So for loan brokers and lending institutions, losing out on potentially thousands of commercial loans is going to add up quickly. So... It appears the government has severely underestimated the impact of their collective actions on commercial real estate. The possibility of billions of dollars in loans defaulting to foreclosure over the next year, year and a half, would create a, a ripple effect, which would be felt for years to come. There will be significant revenue losses, and it's going to push landlords to either attempt a refinance or an emergency sale. They must address getting their loans paid off, and unless this is addressed quickly and properly, Neither approach will have a positive income. The, the Mortgage Brokers Association already projected a $375 billion, that's with a B, billion-dollar drop in multifamily lending in 2023. And they anticipate the total commercial lending decline to reach over $600 billion. That'll be 20% lower than the decline for 2022. So to put it mildly, many banks and lending sources will not have enough solid loans to partially compensate for loans that will be in default. So this is what we want to point out. Uh, it's not likely that U.S. state and local governments would be able to adjust in time to prevent a, a commercial real estate collapse and its impact on the economic balance. So worried landlords should be looking for opportunities now instead of being able to sell for enough in, you know, facing being unable to sell for enough in return or face rejection for a refinance. So I'm noticing that some of the landlords that are aware of this and looking toward private lending and partnership sources, instead of risking a low appraisal or financial distress months later, they're the ones staying ahead of the game. And that's what we want you to do. Now we know we've got, as I say, a lot of people listening, maybe you're on the residential side, think, oh, that's commercial. But you know, these landlords, they live somewhere. They may need to move. It, it could affect them personally as well if they're losing, potentially losing some or all of their income. But it's if you're on the commercial real estate side. Think about this. We're already hearing, unfortunately, about, uh, well, vulture funds and rescue funds to try to bail people out. Let, let's do this as an example, and I'm just using round numbers to make the point. Suppose your commercial property you got purchased for $10 million, and that's what it was worth until all this happened with the moratoriums. Now let's say it appraises at $8 million, and the amount of the loan you'd get, the percentage loan to value, comes out to $7 million. Now, you could be anywhere from $1 to $3 million short, and you may not have the funds to be able to keep your property going. So, this is the thing. There are some private lenders that are legit and, you know, not asking the moon that could come up with a $1 to $3 million loan program uh, at a reasonable rate. Some are already looking at, hey, let's do a joint venture. They've got a chance to get some equity. And as the cash flow situation, the building or property turns around, now they're in a pretty good position and everybody wins. So, again, I'm hearing rescue funds that are asking, you know, for this, in effect, commercial bridge loan. They're asking for, like, 15% at a higher position, uh, you know, than the original mortgage. And that really causes a problem. So, 
we're seeing opportunity for the legitimate business people. If you're a broker, maybe you have a chance for a joint venture. You can get somebody a good deal. You've got to know where to look. Do your research. Try to find out about loans that are maturing, how it compares to current property appraisals versus the original loan. So this is the, the, the point of doing this is not to overwhelm you or our audience with statistics. It's to say, hey, here's a possibility for a legitimate opportunity in which everybody wins by coming up with ways. I still hear this, there's no inventory. I go, there's plenty of opportunity. And this is one that's going to be coming up over the next year or year and a half if you know where to look and who to talk to. Marketing, market research, that's what it's all about. I'm Dave Cole.